welcome to a new episode of vyapar a show where we explore the journeys of entrepreneurs and the businesses that they've built i'm your host sid and with me this week is sankalp and his brother shreyas who are the co-founders of value earth before we go to the interview and before i ask the questions to the co-founders i just want to you know give a brief about the company so at the very core value earth creates products which are eco friendly and are plastic free they make bamboo straws bowls that are made from coconut and a lot of other everyday objects that you use using very innovative and you know very natural elements and i don't have to tell you that if we don't get rid of single use plastic the result will be catastrophic you know uh, oceans and landfills will be flooded with it and we'll run out of space because plastic is a very big issue i i think people like us we don't take it seriously but sankalp and shreyas are creating something their company is doing amazing stuff to you know tackle the situation and value earth is doing its bit to make this planet a better place to live so let's hear it from uh, sankalp and shreyas welcome to the show guys i'm really excited to have you guys thank you so much siddarth thank you all right so tell me how did it all start like how did you get the idea of starting a company which makes plastic alternatives and was it something you guys always wanted to do for a long time like uh, sankalp did you always have this uh, plan all along that you know i i want to create a company which is making products which are plastic free no sida definitely it it was a, a blissful serendipity to start with uh, this idea came to my brother shreyas he was in vietnam for his college college project uh, and he was working there and in a cafe he saw that people are using bamboo straw instead of single use plastic straw so that struck Uh, that very idea of using something eco friendly instead of single use plastic stuck mm-hmm. his mind and uh, he brought back that idea with a new vision to his campus he made a project out of it and that project eventually became a company uh, that value earth is today so mm-hmm. my part in value earth is just to support his vision and to give a direction to his vision and that's how the company started it all started with uh, seeing something new in a different country and then adopting it in india and creating uh, using natural resources that are available in india there's so much this country has to offer us in terms of eco friendly materials and we try and create beautiful eco friendly products which can be used as a replacement for single use plastic so that's how it all started siddarth uh, if shreyash has something to add uh, that would be great yeah so uh, coming back to india i started doing more research how i could replace plastic straws or single use straws with uh, eco friendly straws i started doing more research and i came to know that these bamboo straws are uh, were already being used in assam like from years back because uh, assamese people using these straws uh, since years to drink rice beers so uh, it has some history so uh, and bamboo has been already being used in uh, india since very long and the species we have in bamboo are like 136 species we have so wow. uh, many more uh, can be made from bamboo and uh, there are n number of other eco friendly materials which can be used to make eco friendly products out of it and which can be used as a replacement for plastic so did you go to assam like did you visit assam personally or you know how, what was the research like were you doing yeah. it 
were you traveling all over india to see what products are already out there and you know what sort of competition you have because i think this is a very unorganized market there is no organized player big player in the market so how was the research phase like yeah so uh, as a part of my case study i i went to assam i visited assam and uh, i i went to borpeta which is near guwahati which is an excellent area where people don't have employment and uh, they are struggling with their day to day life but they are uh, actually using bamboo in their day to day life so bamboo has been already being used there so this bamboo straws concept i, I have seen there and uh, from there we started employing more and more people and started procuring bamboo straws started supplying it to indian market and started supplying it to uh, out of india so that's how it started that's great man and so so tell me something about your products like what are some products that have really caught on with the customers and some i know you're very you're very big in straws but is there any other product which the customers really use it on a daily basis or you're getting a lot of orders of that particular product so tell me something about that yeah so to cater uh, more demand and to replace more plastic we we started uh, exploring how we can replace more uh, plastic with eco friendly products starting with the bamboo we we have in our uh, platter uh, bamboo straws and bamboo toothbrush bamboo tongue cleaner we have bamboo combs then uh, reusable coconut shell bowls then uh, spoons we have which are made from reclaimed co- uh, reclaimed wood then we have uh, recycled paper uh, stationery uh, which is made from totally recycled paper and it ha- it is a plantable one so uh, on top of the pencil we have uh, a capsule which is soluble and it has seeds in it so once oh, the wow. pencil gets over you just have to put it in the soil and start keep watering it for 10 to 12 days and you can see plants out of it these are the unique ideas on we are working and uh, it is really go- going very well that's awesome like i i have never heard of anything like that the pencil when you've used the pencil then you can put it in soil and like that's just the most sustainable way of doing things so sankalp also one question that i had you know in my mind was how do you choose your raw materials for example you are creating straws with bamboos okay and you create cups with coconut shells so how do you decide that you know which raw material fits perfectly for a particular product is there any thought process behind it like you know bamboo is going to go well with straws and coconut is going to go good with bowls so is there any particular way of doing it sure so we look at certain fact as when choosing a material for uh, as a raw material first of all it has to be natural we we don't want to go into something synthetic or uh, fabricated materials we we only use natural materials so this is a first criteria and the second one is it has to be locally sourced we we try mm. procure products which are available in india in abundance and products which are generally thrown out without being used properly if we can procure uh, these products first of all if it is locally sourced um, the procurement cost will be less and also if it doesn't have any value in the market apart from the value that we are going to create with that product we will be able to procure that product in a cheaper way so these are certain ways in which we, uh, we these are certain factors which we uh, look at when procuring raw materials and looking for materials out of which uh, we create beautiful products and what about the 
the creation process what you know how do you get to the end product for example let's say i've ordered like 100 bamboo straws from value earth how does the process work from you know from the starting to the end like can you walk me through that how do you get the bamboo then who makes the bamboo do you outsource it or you're making it on your own and then how does the delivery work can you tell me how the entire process works from the ground up sure uh, let me first walk you through how uh, the entire process goes on so we have a team of creative people uh, juhi she is currently leading our product design and uh, she is always on the lookout for interesting eco friendly product she is a furniture and product designer so she works uh, she works with her team and she comes up with innovative creative products once the final design is is agreed upon by everyone then we uh, we see how what are the raw materials used for the uh, design to be made then we look out for vendors if uh, the raw materials can be procured from them we look out for vendors which are locally available now also we have we have employed a lot of people from tribal community people who live in the jungles uh, people who live in naxalite areas so we we connect with the tribe head of these communities and we tell them we teach them how to uh, make these products these people are excellently intelligent people these are very sharp people and they learn uh, very quickly and also not only that we teach them how to make it they teach us how to make it so <laughs> yeah because they they know better techniques than what we can uh, we can know about because they are the people who are working and living in the forest so they tell us uh, how this can be made quickly and more beautifully so with the help of them we collaborate with these people we have employed them and then uh, these also act as a source stable source of income to these people once these are done uh, these products come in our inventory we stock them and then we also have employed lot of people who lost their job during this pandemic a lot of cooks maids so these are the people who come with lot of enthusiasm and help in our inventory sorting maintaining our inventory packaging and then seeing the logistics for delivery and all our packaging are plastic free uh, we try and use all the eco friendly materials in our packaging as well so that we can deliver end to end eco friendly product to the customers hand i think the best part about value earth like when i first spoke to you was that the employment opportunities that you're providing to the tribal guys to the naxalites as well and you know to the people who were unemployed during covid as well so you know just kudos to you guys for making life good for the people and truly transforming their lives not only the the customers but also the people who lost their jobs so again that's i i feel great that you guys are doing it so another question that i have is a uh, plastic is a very sticky product because you know it it gets very difficult to get people to switch from plastic to bamboo straws and more sustainable products so what is the biggest challenge that you guys face on a daily basis to scale value earth to expand this company okay siddharth uh, plastic i would say it is more it's it's equal and more harmful than a tobacco to draw a comparison if you see people who use tobacco they are addicted to uh, using tobacco people who use plastic we all are addicted to using plastic in tobacco's case we know that using tobacco is harmful but in plastic's case most of the people don't even know that using plastic is harmful it's a very uh, bad scenario that we are currently stuck in when we are talking about using plastic you are right when you say plastic is a very sticky product stickiness comes because of the availability of plastic in in today's world mm. plastic is available everywhere 
see even if you like using bamboo straw if you go to a coconut water vendor you won't get a bamboo straw there you have to carry your own bamboo <laughs> straw yeah so the thing is if you forget to carry bamboo straw with you most likely you would be ending up using a plastic straw you mm. actually don't need plastic or any kind of straw to drink coconut water from the coconut but we still use it <laughs> that's that's another story yeah yes uh, there are a lot of challenges first one is accessibility people face this issue of carrying sustainable products even though they know that it's good for them uh, plastic is harmful for them it's the habit of using mm. what is available to us without taking that extra effort of making the things that we want to use available to us so that's uh, that's one thing second one is uh, awareness people are still not aware that uh, there's a lot of harmful things that plastic cause to us in terms of our health hmm. so if you see that uh, degradation of plastic process these plastic eventually breaks down into microplastic these microplastic end up in our soil in our water drinking water and also in our food so once these plastic uh, microplastic go inside our intestine it keeps on accumulating because it's not digestible it keeps on and, accumulating and, and not, we and it's not filtered also right like even if i'm if people are using that water filtration uh, devices in their homes that's not that cannot filter microplastic right yes microplastics are so so tiny uh, that they it cannot be filtered and also it keeps on accumulating in our intestine and we we drown in the plastic that we flood in this earth so that's that's how i will say and it's high time that we realize that plastic is not only harming humans it's also harming other flora and fauna on this earth so we are also harming a lot of wild wild animals uh, domesticated animals around us cows they are suffocated with plastic it's it's not easy for them to yeah it's it's not easy for them it, uh, to eat the food uh, they, they don't have hands like us uh, we just put our waste food in the plastic and throw it away they eat that plastic as well and it suffocates them i i think so yeah, awareness yeah. and accessibility are the two major challenges that we face when it comes to scaling up our business yeah and i i think that's going to take time it's positive i'm pretty optimistic that people are slowly becoming more aware because they they are understanding the fact that if we go on at this rate you know earth is it's going to become unsustainable to live in this way so but it's a slow process right like people because you have to make a conscious choice like if i'm to carry if even if i buy a bamboo straw from you then i have to make that conscious choice of carrying the bamboo straw with me and even if i have bought a bamboo straw and if i'm not carrying it with me then the purchase does not make sense i mean even how much ever sustainable i want to be i have to be very conscious like i think people need to understand that to change this world you have to make that conscious decision because subconsciously we are using plastic and who am i to blame because even when i'm going out and i'm buying milk or even if i'm drinking any juice i don't make that conscious choice so yeah i mean it's going to take time and shreyas you know i i wanted to get your personal take on this so you know we have spoken about the bad side of plastic and stuff but the fact of the matter is that plastic alternative as an industry is growing tremendously so what do you think is the potential of plastic alternatives as a market segment and you know is the consumer like is the indian consumer ready for the shift and what do you think is the size 
going to be like in the future of this market okay uh, so at this point of time indian customers are not ready but uh, slowly they are they are doing this switch and uh, i really appreciate for those who are uh, who are trying to do this switch and it it is a slow process it 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 has to be a gradual process because we all are used to using plastic we have to do a slow switch and uh, if we think of a longer run then it would eventually will pay off this is the way we can uh, we can do this slow switch and we can take it ahead all right so so what what do you think is the potential though of the of the industry as a whole like sankal if you could answer this like because i think it's a very it's a growing industry people like you are doing it i think you know you must be having a lot of competitors as well not at a very large scale but at a similar or lower scale than what you guys are doing so do you see more people more companies coming in this space you know uh, building more plastic alternative products and where do you see the industry going in the long run sure Uh, Siddharth, currently, if we talk about India, India has a great potential for this kind of products. Ah, uh, it, it's a great uh, market because th- there are two markets. I would say, um, if we t- talk about competition, it's a blue ocean or a red ocean. So we are not competing in a red ocean. The market is not saturated. Hmm. It's a huge available market, and there are enough space for every company that who wants to come in and pitch in their eco-friendly products because. people are ready uh, if we can create that awareness about this products people are ready to buy it because awareness is the first thing that will be driving the sales so there is a huge potential for growth for this kind of industry in india also uh, government is supporting this initiative there is a, a plastic ban that government is wanting to implement <laughs> so uh, that that kind of initiatives can be supported uh, government is doing that thing to help all of these smes to grow up uh, and regarding people with the drive of social media with the drive of internet people are becoming very much aware about the harmful uh, effects of plastic on them in their lifestyle and also they are ready to adopt this new products that come to their way it's just that we have to make these products available in mass quantity to them and bring this innovative creative beautiful products from our local parts uh, rural areas to the mainstream markets so there's enough space for every uh, company to come in and there's a huge potential awesome awesome and do you plan to enter into any new business vertical because i remember you were telling me that you know you also wanted to explore the services side of this like you you were telling me that if there is a school that wants to create sustainable products and you want to be their go to company like if if a school wants to replace all the pencils or probably straws so are you looking to expand into the services side of things and you know how are things looking on that front yes siddharth so our long term vision is to help transform communities into a sustainable lifestyle now this vision is not only limited to products it's also services business that we want to venture into corporate sustainability and carbon neutral uh, business is the next big thing that's going to come in going to take over the world i think and every business is trying to create the brand image that they are they not only care about their customers and employees but they also care about the society in which they thrive in to portray this this side of their branding they have to be carbon neutral and they have to be sustainable so they need a set of consultants to to tell them how to achieve this kind of uh, vision that they have for their business 
so now we want to be their go to person for example if a hospital or an educational institute wants to be eco friendly then we want to be their consultants and help them uh, make their organization eco friendly by uh, helping them design their business processes by helping them cut their waste by helping them cut their plastic so yes we want uh, we have a vision to enter into services and soon you will hear about that as well i hope that you enter into it because i think services as a business is also it's very scalable and i think it's also i understand that you're doing it for sustainability but you need to make sure that enough money comes in so that the shop keeps going on so services as a business i feel is very lucrative i i think the margins there are great also the potential of change that you can bring through services is exponential isn't it because at one point of time you can just just be sitting at your home and you can connect with different companies and you can bring a lot of change through services so i think that's, that's correct a, yeah, yeah the potential there is awesome i think services as a business and definitely because if you see infosys there was news that infosys had recently gone carbon neutral and i think a lot of other companies also will see that and this is what's driving investment opportunities as well because companies in the market they want to be perceived as eco friendly they want to be perceived as carbon neutral so i think uh the potential there is great and you know your vision itself is amazing and what you're doing you know giving employment to other other people and the products that you're developing is amazing so i wish you guys all the best my my last question to you is uh shreyas i want to ask you this how how do you feel when you're working with your brother who who is a co-founder like what what's what's that feel like uh you don't have to look out for a uh, constant source of inspiration when you have your elder brother uh, as a co-founder in the team that's great that's great and uh, i remember asking this pre show as well what are the disadvantages what are the disadvantages when you have an elder brother as a co-founder of a company not many but yeah you you if if he is focusing on something or if he is pushing some like what should i say uh, if he <laughs> he wants to uh, convey uh, something which which has to be taken care of then you have to do it because he is a co-founder and as well as he is your elder brother so you have to listen to him sankalp is that right <laughs> uh to an extent i would say so okay <laughs> honestly you cannot you cannot put uh, emotions and your work aside when you are working with your brother uh, and i take advantage of that sometimes <laughs> that's i i think that's good honesty honesty is a good policy so yeah <laughs> that's good and uh, you know again i i wish you guys all the best for this venture you know thank you for coming on the show uh it was great to have you guys and i hope you enjoyed you know this is the first podcast that you're doing but i hope that all the other podcasters who are listening to the show and to if anyone's working in a company in a big big shot company and you want to become carbon neutral value earth can help you do that so i i thank you guys for coming on the show and uh, you know we'll stay in touch thank you so much all right guys that does it for today's edition of vepar you can find out more about value earth from their website and their instagram page i will keep the links in the description also do let us know what you think of the show we would you know love to know if we can make any you know changes in the format and you know if if you have any suggestions also if you're listening and you are the owner of a of a brand or of a company 
and if you're an entrepreneur yourself you can reach out to us you know i would love to cover your story and that does it for today's episode we will see you next week